Welcome to another episode of Monday Minutes, where we kickstart your week every Monday in less than five minutes. I think today might be six or seven. And the only rule is that I want you to put it into action. Quick start your week, kickstart your heart, do whatever you do that gets you going, but just make sure you never get stuck and never get those feet cemented in place because this is about moving forward because it's about progress and not perfection. Last week, I talked about grace in a very heartfelt episode that I felt was needed. And this morning when I was meditating, something kept popping in my mind. I was listening to quantum mechanics and quantum physics and this thing didn't let me go. And I had this gut intuition that this is what I was going to share. And so now that we have grace, you know what we need? We need the story of you. And one of my favorite songs is by an artist named Satsang, S-A-T-S-A-N-G. And it's called The Story of You. My second favorite song is called I Am. But the reason I say this is because there is no other you. I need you. Your friends need you. Your family needs you. Your team needs you. And the world needs you. Because your story is powerful. And so today, I would like to share part of my story by reading something that somebody wrote about me. It took me 10 years of being interviewed to let somebody write a story about me that I was willing to put on my website because of the level of acceptance and grace that I had to work towards to love myself. And I love myself. And so I'm just going to read this story. If you want to read along, it's on mindofgeorge.com and it's on the about page. But as I read this, I want you to understand that your story is you. And I don't ever want you to dim that story or dim that light. I want you to shine it bright and far And so full disclosure, this episode might go over a couple of minutes. It's not a long story, but I'm just going to read the story because it's important to me and your story is important to you in the world. And so I'd like to share mine. This story was written by one of our mastermind members and family members, Elia Finkelstein. Um, Her website is heyelia.com, H-E-Y-E-L-I-Y-A.com. She's the master of storytelling. So Elia, thank you. Um, for interviewing me for three hours and um, pulling the story out and writing it for me and helping me. Here we go. In a single moment, as time hung suspended in air, a little hazel-eyed boy teetered on the edge of a decision that, though pivotal for him in his own life, was about to be monumental for his father. The little boy knocked something off a table, and as it hit the floor and smashed into a million tiny pieces, he froze in place. A reflexive move young children use while they weigh the meaning of a new moment. Well, he weighed these questions. What just happened? Did I do something wrong? Am I in trouble? Am I safe? Am I okay? Am I okay? The silence quickly filled with sobs as tears flowed freely, time collapsing again because of this simple unknowing. A quest for acknowledgement and a need for answers opened a new void that was filling with fear and more tears. As fast as the tears came, so did his father, who wrapped his son in his arms to do his great father's do and answer the questions, abate the fear, and fill the void. It was an accident. It's not your fault. You didn't do anything wrong, bubs. You are okay. You are not broken. You are okay. I love you. But as that father built his son up in one of those moments parents innately know to be crucial in their child's life, he was crumbling inside. The events of his own life filled his mind. All the times he beat himself up and was angry at himself for doing something wrong. 
how it turned into the desperation to control each moment of his life, to manipulate the situation, and to never let his guard down. He realized that he wasn't okay. He had never been okay. Not from the time he himself was a small boy, looking for the very reassurance he was now giving his own son. A reassurance that never appeared. As a result, his life had been filled with hurt. And in turn, he had been spending his life hurting himself, hurting his relationships, and hurting his business. As he stood rocking his baby in his arms, he realized he didn't love himself the way he loved his son, and he never had. And it was destroying him. As far back as George Bryant can remember, he has searched for someone to tell him he was okay. Born as a baby addicted to cocaine, to a mother who struggled with severe mental illnesses and a dysfunctional family, life was never okay. He talks openly now of stories of abuse, both physical and sexual, of driving his father's Harley Davidson through the door of a shed at four years old, of violence, bullying, self-harm, eating disorders, screaming for attention, screaming for validation, desperate to feel loved and desperate to just feel. He talks openly about what can only be comprehended as his unwavering will to survive the life, the hand he had been dealt. His story from there is one he recounts as a cycle of not feeling good enough, driving himself physically harder than should be humanly possible just to prove his worth, and then sabotaging his progress only to repeat that process again. It played out in his years in the Marine Corps, where an extreme addiction to body image and weight loss led to bulimia, overexercising, compartment syndrome where he almost lost his legs, recovery, a world record attempt, triathlons, a paleo lifestyle, and then finally his outwardly successful brand, The Civilized Caveman. Finally, it seemed like he had won, like he was enough, like things were okay. But even then, behind the scenes, life was falling apart. Civilized Caveman had turned into another form of addiction for George, who found himself addicted to the dopamine and the feeling of being loved. Every single decision he made to scale that business turned from one of helping others to a quest for another way to amass more likes on social media, more comments, and more fans. I started to see it as a demon in my life, George says, but it was also a backdoor I was keeping open, like a backdoor to mediocrity, a backdoor into old patterns and habits and addictions. I knew I needed to get rid of it, but I didn't have the courage. I wasn't willing to own that. Civilized Caveman was my identity and I'd identified myself as it. I wasn't really willing to let it go because I didn't want to stand in my power. I was more committed to being right than I was committed to being good. So George continued to pour into Civilized Caveman as all addicts do without seeing or knowing a way out. He was allowing it to be his identity, a place of comfort and familiarity. Still, things continued to disintegrate around him in his relationships with others and himself. At the same time, he picked up working as a digital marketing consultant on the side, a move that would serve as the final permission slip he needed to close the door on Civilized Caveman. Seeing others succeed was the first time George started to believe in his own abilities. It finally came to a head when the morning after a transformational experience with ayahuasca, George awoke to make the first business decision he ever made completely for himself. He called a friend and handed over his entire civilized caveman empire, the whole company, and simply walked away. Even then, old ways die hard, and his work as a consultant initially went down the same path as everything he had just walked away from. A lot of those demons carried over, he said. For about a year and a half, I felt like I was in purgatory, and it was worse than when I had caveman. 
Being a digital marketing guy, I was creating millions and millions and millions of dollars in results, but I was so empty and dead inside because I was just recreating the same addiction. And then one day, his small son dropped something on the floor and the world changed for George. I got to witness my story happen in an 18-month-old pure ball of love and perfection, and it broke me. Tell me how a one-and-a-half-year-old is afraid of doing something wrong. I had 30 years of my life flash before my eyes, all the times that I beat myself up and I was angry at myself. I never needed to be. It rocked George to his core, left him empty and void and scared in a whole new way. He realized he hadn't loved himself like he loved his son, like the ball of pure love and perfection he once was too, who just needed to know if he was wrong or if he was okay. It just took George 30 years to answer that for himself. 30 years to begin to fix what was broken within himself, what most of us never even recognized, let alone face head on. You can put a nail in a fence and if you take the nail out, the hole is still there, right? That shifted everything for me because I realized I can't be a father. I can't be a business coach. I can't be a business partner. If in every conversation I'm coming from a place of I'm broken, there's something wrong with me. I'm just going to make everybody's problems worse and repeat the same cycle if I do that. I knew I needed to dedicate my life to falling in love with myself and documenting the journey. So I fired all of my clients that were once my heroes and I walked away and cut out every bit of cancer that was in my life and filled every leak in my bucket. It was hard, but it was the only thing that would allow me to be in integrity. Integrity is what George walks in every day. It's in every relationship he builds with his team, with his customers, his family, and himself. You see in the way he shares his stories and the way he builds his business, nothing is forced or faked from fear. George shows up from his heart, authentic and humble and real. His business exists as a part of himself now, not as a separate entity, and it's stronger for it. His signature framework uses a lighthouse, the quintessential immovable, unshakable, solid, strong symbol of light and hope and guidance. Every lesson he teaches comes from his journey back to love. And once you know what to look for, you see it everywhere. Fulfillment sequences, nurture sequences, and out carrying the competition. Even his trademark slogan, relationships beat algorithms. All of it straight from the pages of his own love story. It's why I say nobody has a marketing problem. Everybody has a relationship problem with themselves, their team, and their customers informed in that order. Because the biggest shifts in my life happened when I started doing more with less and spending that time with myself. George pauses chuckles and escapes in a quick moment of reflection and i can't believe i'm rewarded for being a decent human being so for those of you listening or watching thank you for letting me share my story elia thank you for writing my story and i want to remind you today that your story is yours and the world needs your story and you are amazing perfect, loving, complete, whole human being. And I'm honored to have you in my world. And I can't wait to hear, see, and feel your story and the impact that it has on the world. And I've gotten a couple comments and messages lately about how I am online or what people see or what you hear in the podcast. And one of them struck me, and I understand it, said, I followed you because I thought you were this and now you're this, but then you're back to this. And I realized that I'm documenting my growth and my journey and that's okay. 
Follow people that inspire you. Be around people that pull out the best version of yourself, but never advocate your responsibility or sovereignty to somebody else. My mission for the rest of my life is to be authentic and congruent to who I am. And so there's going to be podcasts that I cry, posts where I laugh, ones that I'm scared, ones that I may be lost in trying to find myself, but they will all be authentic to where I am in that moment. And I'm sure I'm going to bump my knee and skin my shins and stub my toe plenty of times, but I'm welcoming that journey of growth and love. And I invite you to do the same. So thank you for being here in this Monday minute uh, that ended up being around 13 to 15 minutes. Bonus episode for those that you listened. I hope you enjoyed it. Remember, your story is yours and the world needs it. Kickstart your week, positive mindset, Put progress into motion. Keep moving forward. If you lose focus, come back. If I can do anything to support you, I will be in the Facebook group. And remember that relationships will always beat algorithms. Thanks for listening to this episode. And like I said in the beginning, and probably a ton of times throughout, make sure you subscribe to the show if you want to hear more. Now, leave a review if you like me. Actually, don't leave a review if you like me. Just leave a review if you feel so inclined. But I'm going to ask you because it helps other people find this. And I'm going to give you a little marketing lesson in the outro of this anyways. Go to mindofgeorge.com so you can get into our crazy family and also get a free gift my team and I made for you. Now, here's the thing. There's only four types of customer journeys and I'm sending you to one page to cover all of it. But our job is to give you everything that you need to succeed as an entrepreneur. See, what I want is I want you to be in our family. I want to be in a relationship with you. And I want you to have a win before I ever get a win. And so on that page, you'll see some of the best stuff that we have, our top podcast episodes, our free courses we put together, our free content. And there's one in particular that I'm super proud of. We put together a free 30-day transformational marketing course. Literally, just need your email so you can get in and get into the membership site. We talk about the two most important documents in your business, your lighthouse and your avatar sheet, which we now call the beacon of beliefs in your captain's assessment. We teach you about the conscious and subconscious customer journey, how to have congruency in your marketing, the psychology of email marketing marketing, the six email sequences that your business needs to have right now to win, the two most wasted pieces of real estate and digital marketing that you can fix right now, my special five-part email recipe, and how to reframe your card abandonment strategy so you don't insult people's intelligence anymore, plus whatever else I can come up with on a certain level of crazy, because my mission is to teach you that relationships will always beat algorithms, and I'm ready to be on your team, I'm ready to be in your corner, and it's time for you to win a gold medal. So make sure you go to mindofgeorge.com, and we'll see you in the next episode. I love you all. Bye.